Yo, it's Friday, November 3rd, 2017. It's this Jubilee Small Podcast. Hello, Lauren Clark. Hello, Stuart Farrell. Wow, How you sound you? dreamy. You all right? You're just out of bed. <laughs> no, I'm just, I'm trying to project some, I've just, oh. Been on the sauce again. No, I've just got so much, cheers. Uh, I've got so much uh, to do. It's that, it's that period oh. I know you hate it when I say that. It's like I'm showing off or something, but it no, g- genuinely good. freaks I'm me. Proud it's just of you. oppressive. And I've got so much. And you know that feeling of like, my God, it's like Christmas in a minute. And that means no, all of the things that, that I'm supposed to have Had the first family Christmas bust up yesterday. So Ooh, don't start me on uh, Christmas. That sounds great. And I thought I had Christmas, <laughs> I thought I had Christmas locked down this year. Like, the simplest of plans. It cannot go wrong. Everyone shall be happy mm. until uh, a a fly enters my ointment and uh, ruins everything. And now it's uh, text messages, at, you know, at ten paces, and oh, it's wow. uh, we're firing with our Smith and Wessons. Anyway, right, Lozzie. Yes. I've, look, let's look. Rather than that, let's mm. just start. Well, actually, I've got two things I wouldn't mind running by you, if you don't yes, mind, just okay. to start yep. with. And I'm sure you've got something yourself. It's Friday. What we call this one uh, is Freestyle Friday. Oh. And I could get a, I could get a job on um, local radio uh, with uh, titles like this. So yeah. Freestyle Friday. And I'm <laughs> going to start you off with, uh, is there anything worse, Lauren? Oh, where's my dinger? Yep. Well, there it is. Is there anything worse yeah. and or more pointless or more wasteful mm. or more annoying mm. than smashing or losing a pair of sunglasses? Is there? I don't think there is. Now, Lauren Clark, first explain of all, to me how I did this. Now, let, let me just, first okay. of all, are you talking prescription or are you talking? Oh, well, add, add, well, add the pres- prescription icing on top. I mean, because I'd say these are four hundred no, dollars sunglasses. Oh uh, no! See, I'd say there's a difference. Like my sunglasses, I buy the cheapest sunglasses I can find because I frequently, I've well, never it's like not destroyed your food. some. That's right. Yeah. <sighs> anyway, <laughs> and so I, 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 de- I destroy them all, and therefore, yeah. like when I lose them, it's not a big loss. Right. But if. We lost the jackpots, and he's got prescription mm. things in them. Yeah. Oh, there'd be Lenses. so much national. Well, these are, these are four hundred and something dollar rabies. It's horrifying. Horrifying. They fit fantastically. What did you do? Well, you know, what I did. I got into my car. Yeah. I started driving to a, a job. I thought, you know what? I don't need my sunglasses because it's not glary whatsoever. So I just put them in the the console. I drove to the job, which was ninety minutes from my home in regional Victoria. Thank you, Lauren Clark. And then I proceeded to go uh, arrive at the venue. Mm. Uh, I thought, all right, don't need the sunnies. I don't want them on display in the car because, you know, I'm a bit like police safe or what, cr- crim safe is what, what do they call it. Mm. So I put the sunnies in their case into a hat that I had on the front seat of my car, the passenger seat, mm. and just left them under that. So it was just a cap with sunnies in it. On the passenger seat? Passenger seat. Got out of the driver's right. uh, side door. Went off to work. Yeah. Uh, a few hours later, came back. Dark. Obviously, I don't need sunglasses. Yeah. Obviously, I don't touch the hat or the sunglasses. Yeah. I proceed to drive the hour and a half back to regional Victoria. Thank you, Lauren Clark. Mm. And uh, get to my home. Once at my home, I mm. gather everything. I have a, a calico bag, 
uh, that I like to carry around it's for things. <laughs> Thank God you're a neat freak again. Yeah. For things like uh, maybe uh, luncheon uh, containers, hats, and <laughs> hats, and assorted knickknacks, mm. of which I uh, pile everything into the calico bag, hat included, and sunglasses, and proceed to enter my home, plonk down bag, take off duds, hit the sack. Now, <laughs> somewhere That's a great image, yeah. Somewhere between starting the job and hitting yeah. the sack, yeah. My sunglasses are no longer with me. Four hundred and something dollars later. No, that's not true. That's oh, not it's true. The car has happened. been pulled apart in no, an SV-like manner. It was like <laughs> I was searching for a pubic hair from a, a you know, from someone dodgy from nineteen eighty-five. <laughs> Uh, my house uh, <laughs> has been turned upside down. No, it's not And true. the venue where my car was parked in their yes. private car park has yes. been called to ask if something miraculously jumped from the passenger seat <laughs> out the driver's side door <laughs> when, when I wasn't is, looking. What? Here's your problem. Uh, and I say this with uh, great love. Mm. Your problem is uh, you problem. are too sure of... You're, you are so much of a neat freak and a control freak. Oh, my God. That you are too sure. Could you make me sound any more psycho? You are a little bit psycho when it comes to things well, like this. Well, I'm not. And as a result, you think that you know where you – like I am so – I am so like trying to do ten things at once, like absent-minded, whatever, that I will lose sunglasses for like two weeks. Like I lost my headphones. Mm. I was on the brink yeah. of buying new headphones. I mm-hmm. thought, no, I must. It's true. I must have lost them. And then they turned up again in the car. Like I, I because I just know that I'm not that reliable. So I don't like. But you, whereas Lauren, I think you think you my think sunglasses more, listen, have gone. You think more laterally when you're like me because you're like you know <laughs> what. It, maybe I'm. Maybe I was dreaming, and I didn't mm. have them with me in the thing. Or All maybe right, I had them lateral? on my I, head. I looked at the tree outside of my house just in case somebody <laughs> they dropped out of my car, and some kind person said, uh, "Oh, this guy must thing. live here." Yeah. I'll put him in the tree outside didn't, his house. So I even searched the tree oh, outside. Wow. So, I mean, how, my, how did more, you put them, much do more lateral put, do you want me to get? Do you ever put your sunnies in, on your head? No, no, no. They were in the case. That's what I'm saying. They didn't even leave see, the case. See how certain you are? See how certain you are? Well, I know it, this for a fact. And the case anyway. is missing? Yes. The, the whole kit and caboodle, the whole box and dice. Is there the a compartment in your and car? Papa. Did you did you take the seats back and forward on the car and stuff? And look, I'm not only did I take the seats back and forward, I took them, <laughs> wind and dined them. I had my hands uh, through the front of them and the back of them. There is not this seat. The both of the car seats and I are very well acquainted. I know the undercarriage of both of my seats, the wiring, and the nether regions more than they probably care. I wonder what happened to your sunny stew. This is a bit confusing. Yes. Anyway, what was the name of today's segment? The Friday. Freestyle Friday. Freestyle Friday. Friday. So in in keeping with Freestyle Friday, I have one other thing to give you. Excellent. Yeah, I I have one too. Don't let me forget. No, no, we won't forget. And this could be this could be a, a, a separate uh, segment in itself, but I think it, it does sit well because we are filling up with um, 
with a segment a bit. And uh, this could be a confessional. We could have a confessional uh, type segment. Mm. But it only occurred to me uh, a little while ago, but really hit home just the other day when I was watching on television that Mm. uh, I was bamboozled. And I'm not sure I've brought this up before, but I was bamboozled by a TV show and I could never understand why, (coughs) excuse me, some of the, the stars of the TV show uh, look so young and fresh today and how they're still alive, basically. Look, it's an old show from my childhood. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't until um, I was uh, freelancing, thank you, Lauren Clark, mm-hmm. and uh, doing uh, my one of my other jobs that I do um, that I... So, you know, sometimes you have a realisation and you don't embarrass yourself, but it's a, it is actually a real revelation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it occurred to me, and I'm sure there are other people out there, well, maybe not, maybe not, but. No, this is definitely a segment. This is a segment for sure. Like if, if it's what I think it is, keep going. Well, I often wondered why uh, <laughs> Henry Winkler, the Fonz, yeah. and yeah. Richie Cunningham, the famous movie director, yeah. were still so youthful in the 2000s and 2010s when they starred as adults in a TV show in the 1950s. Now, <laughs> <laughs> Lauren Clark, <laughs> I kid you not. Did you really think that? I did. And Until so, how old? Until how old? Well, I'm talking last 12 months. <laughs> Did you find out this week? Well, it, it, no, not well. Wow, Stu Farrell. Wow. Anyway, it That's... turns out Happy Days was filmed in the 70s. <laughs> I had no idea That's it was a period fantastic. piece. I actually thought it was a thing uh, of its time. That's so cute. And I'm, I'm acutely embarrassed by it. But what? you know what? Not enough that I wouldn't talk about it in public. But there are so many things like that, things that you only figured out when you were like yeah. way too old and shouldn't have, <laughs> should really have known. So better. maybe that could be said, stupidly small confessions. Confe- yeah, but is it, could you confess anything in stupidly small confessions anything. or does it have, okay. Well, because, well, two things. Well, yeah. do, you, do you make them stupidly big confessions? Because they are actually big as far as your... I mean, for me, the Happy Days revelation, and I, I can't believe... I used to think, wow, how the hell is Fonzie still alive? The guy was like 40 when he was standing <laughs> in a dunny in the 50s, and he's appearing in, in you know, Did you Splash think it was a documentary? Whatever films are. Yeah, well, no, I didn't think it was a documentary. I, I understood it was a comedy because they had a laugh track. But wow. I actually thought it was a 50s show. But then wow. when you think about it, it was in colour and, and all these other There's things. There's a guy oh, called, um, sorry, uh, Richie Cunningham, what's his actual name? Anyway, he was in Richie Cunningham. Ron Howard. Uh, he Ron was Howard. in um, He directed the Splash. Music Fonzie Man. wasn't in Splash. Hmm? He, was, he was in The Music Man as a little boy. Like he's a very little boy. He was in also in MASH as a teenager. So I should have got that. Like MASH came after Happy Days. Yeah, right. <laughs> For <laughs> God's sake. <laughs> My timelines are all there. Yes, this. anyway, so he's in The Music Man. Yeah, well, and he was like a little kid, so mm. with, none of it makes any sense. But When will Ron Howard come out with his sex allegations? I mean, if Dustin Hoffman's now been pinged. What do you mean? God. What did, what? Why, why, if Dustin, why, why did you think Dustin Hoffman wouldn't be? Oh, well, I thought he was a bit of a clean skin. He's a bit of a babbling boob and, uh, and uh, <laughs> you know, he, he doesn't exactly, he's not a Romeo and he, he's, he's hardly a sex symbol. 
I mean, but you sure, don't need he to wore socks. But Harvey Weinstein wasn't a sex symbol. No, 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 no. He was, but he was a power tripper. Whereas uh, bumbling boob Dustin Hoffman was more like, "Hey, how you going? Qantas, uh, Kmart sucks." Whatever he was carrying on about at the time, whatever role yes, it was. But are we learning our lesson here? That one. A pervert's tell. come in all shapes and sizes. Yeah, correct. But it, was he a pervert or was he just? Uh, oh God, Stuart. Typical sleaze. That's the same thing, my friend. Oh. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, it is. What? See, I that's the thing. That, that pervert the, and, I think pervert and sleaze are different. I do think. Well, a maybe. Perversion but perversion is the different same... to someone that just wants to put their hand on your knee. Not saying that putting a hand on your knee is a good thing. No, but it's about consent and power. It's but not it's about, about lick, the pervert licks the knee, <laughs> the sleaze touches the knee. Either you know what way, I mean? Yeah, well, okay, but. So, what's your point exactly? That I didn't think it was a knee licker. Right? <laughs> <laughs> God, Dustin oh, Hoffman, God. I can safely say, was not a knee licker. Now, <laughs> Access Hollywood here. It's Jimmy Big. Now, you, uh, <laughs> you, uh, what, you had one uh, for Freestyle Friday yourself. Freestyle Friday. I one more for Freestyle Friday. Okay. I, was, I was thinking I might save it up for later, but uh, let's do oh. this. Here is what. He, I think I may have told you this before. That, mm. uh, in fact, I think I've told you in the context of my weird um, Hello, kind Dustin of year. Hoffman. Yes, you know, like my weird yes. year of terrible feel, year. Of, yeah, of and and what it does to your feelings. How, like, I never thought I thought grief was being sad in a corner, and actually, grief is this weird thing where it manifests itself in many ways, and it? so many different ways. Mm. And like, and and for me. Um, I think I remember saying really early on that road rage, like people could be raging at me in some car, like doing fists out the window and stuff. And I'd be like, oh, hi. Like, you know, good. Wow. You care about that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, and now that there's, and there's this thing that I've noticed that people have, which is like pre-rage, like they're desperate to be angry. Do you know what I mean? They're like, oh, oh, here. Here you come and you're about to annoy me and stuff. Like mm. the, the people are just like desperate pre-rage. for some, you know, pre-rage. They're desperate for some um, like conflict. And my current mood is that people like that drive me crazy and my my reaction is like completely <laughs> stop. Saying so, pre-rages drive you crazy. So pre-rages drive me crazy. You, just how can you who, predict a pre-rager? Well, no, you can't predict. It's, it's not even that. It's more that. It's more that little people getting enraged or people being making things a problem that are, that are not a problem. They're small, and you need to chill out. Like right? the person standing at the counter giving a shop assistant a hard time over perhaps uh, yes. a, a little problem that wasn't the shop assistant's fault. Yeah, but they are the the customer getting a power thing out of it. Right. Yeah. Can't can't just anything like that. Mm-hmm. And whereas I used to look at them and go, oh, you think that matters. That's amazing that you think that matters. Mm. Good for you thinking that matters. Go, I'm, I can't even, <laughs> you, you're not interesting to me. Uh, now I'm like, I just want to set fire to those people. <laughs> I know that's really not the place. Oh, so you've the, lost your reason. Yeah. So my equilibrium oh. just goes completely out the window with that. God. Anyway, so I'm trying to, I've recognized this. So, mm. um, People and it doesn't happen all the time, but it's just that the accelerator gets put on on some emotions sometimes mm, okay. when you least expect the grief it. When accelerator, feeling, yeah. Oh, it's true. There's a grief accelerator for mm. sure, and and you feel 
and you, and you're sort of like going along feeling slightly brittle and like you're coping but you're just tired and like it's slightly maybe a little bit things are on the surface and mm. then somebody does something like that and you just think you pig like and you just Pig's want to a good destroy one, them like you just so you you can't them. call a woman a pig right I mean I know there is there is history of women being called pigs in a mm. bad way but mm. as as a a, uh, a put down for a man I think pig is Almost the king of of uh, put down. Like, yeah, you well, pig. I, you like, pig. I it, just it's think... short. It's, it, it's yeah. sharp. Yeah. It, it, it. I mean, I was about to say there's nothing good about pig, but I'm telling you right now, there's a lot of good about pig, and oh, oh, it breaks my heart because I've been yeah. listening to that stupid um, book, The Omnivores Dilemma. That was Omnivores Dilemma. Mumanos Dilemma. Anyway, the point is, mm. uh, all of that has been happening a little bit, and then, right. Sorry about my dissection about the use of the word pig, by the way. No, that's fine. Go, go for it. Uh, always. Thanks. Always up for something like that. Anyway, so I was uh, – a thing has been happening, which is a very small um, – in the scheme of things, very small thing, which mm. is that I've been oh, – I sort of don't want to tell you the whole thing because it's just way too domestically close to my dumb life. But okay. it's just that I've been going to this thing and it's a kid thing and the people who I go to, and it's a weekly thing that I do, and I take a kid in and we do a thing and we go home, right? Like how mm-hmm. boring is this? But anyway, listen yeah. to me. This bit is – so what they do is I just think if you can make people feel okay about their lives in <laughs> – you know, if you can just do your best to make sure somebody's having a nice time, unless, you know, you're a dentist and you're supposed to be giving them root canal or like, – you know what I mean? Unless it's your job to not be doing that. Mm. Just give it a go, right? So I've been having – I've been going in there to these this place and I've been uh, – they've just been a problem. Like everything's a problem and everything's too hard and it's all this m- melodrama and it's just too big and woo-hoo-hoo. And I realise that my tolerance is at an all-time low for stuff like this. Like, And so yeah. it's a little bit of – is it me? Do you know what I mean? Anyway. Yes. Last week I went in there and the person said, I walked in and the person said, uh, hello, yes, we were all discussing you and why you haven't been coming regularly, why you've been missing. It's been very irregular. You have not been coming in regularly. Man, and we were just business. And, and this is too like. This is not a medical appointment. This is not a compulsory yeah. appointment. This is like literally it's a dance class. Like it's supposed oh, to be okay. fun, right? Right. And, and so Ooh, like yeah. – and so I just and, – and I thought – and she said this in front of all the you people unload? in the waiting room and all of the people in the – like she said in front of everybody. And it was kind of calling me to account and I sort of went straight into, oh, yes, uh, sorry, I um. – <laughs> anyway, and then later – my friend said to me, who bless her cotton socks, uh, mm. happened to be in, in, in the same class thing. Anyway, she said, I wanted to like say, what are you doing? You don't know anything about what's happening in like Lauren's life at the moment. Mm. And she, because that was her reaction, I went, oh, good, because I felt like that too. But I thought I was, so I was overcorrecting, right? Yeah. Anyway. Then a few other things happened Uh where they just did a few little other things and they were just like inflexible and annoying and slightly rude and judgmental. And here is what I have now done. (laughs) Oh, my God. Yes. (laughs) 
I have channeled all of that that feeling into an email to them saying, oh. hi, I quit, basically. You've dragged your, your participating child out of yeah. the class? Wow. Yeah, totally. Because actually... How does a participating uh, child think about this? I would never do this except for the fact that I did. found a better class. Sometimes. Oh, okay. Um, and I said, you know, first of all, uh, I, I, you know, I hereby, you, you know, you need to repay me for all of the rest of the term and mm. whatever. Um, and secondly, oh. uh, here's some feedback. <laughs> and then I've just given them like a, a, a and I went through and I really, went, and I gave them a bit of a serve and then I went back through it and I did a test for like, would you, for instance, or like any random person mm. reading this think, well, this person's a bit much. <laughs> and I took all of the other stuff out and I, and I filled it with, um, niceness and like reason. Mm. And I actually ended up writing a thing that I think like they need to be, that they need to take me seriously because I'm actually saying, hey, you guys are all nice people. You know, you're doing your best. I get but, what you're trying to do here, but here's some constructive feedback if you'd like it. And here's what I think you could do to right. take it. Like, it's not just like, I quit, see you later. <laughs> um, you suck. It's like, if you want to, you know, address this, because the other thing is there are three people in the class. Like, you know, there's nobody that going to it anymore. And I, and I be- strongly believe this is why. It's because of this, all this thing, this, the way they've been behaving to people. What did the uh, class start out at? Like it's three When now. I took my first kid, when, well, I didn't. When the jackpot took the first kid six mm. years ago or, you know, whatever, probably less, um, five Four years ago, yeah, there was a waiting list to get into the class, and now there are uh, three yes. other people in the class. Like, so, so there's only six. Significantly, no, there are three other mm. people in the class. No, I know, I but what? How many were in the class? Do you know how many were in the class when the jackpot was taking whatever child? Yes, was? there. Well, there was at least double that, and there were more and more classes. So six people. No, but I think it was more. I think it was like. 10 or something and there were right. much more classes. And the class was what? And dancing. I know this. Yeah. And I right. know this because earlier on in the semester they were talking about it and bemoaning the fact that nobody's going. Okay. Anyway, so the point is that I I changed this thing from like this hate-filled rage spew mm. <laughs> that was all spew. of like the things that I feel when I see a driver, you know, gesturing at me in the traffic and all of the things that just everything that is negative in the world. And mm. then I turned it into this like really, you know, calm, lovely, like reflective thing. And then I thought, well, there you go. Well, at least that's worth it. And then I realised I had spent like two hours mm-hmm. on this thing and I am a little bit of a crazy person now. You are a full crazy person. Is that, is that full crazy? You are crazy, yes. Is that full crazy though? It is full crazy. You would maybe you would do this though. You've gone full great. No, I wouldn't take the time with the email. I just uh, verbally, <laughs> excuse me, um, verbally uh, share my opinion and uh, then be escorted out by security. But you see, the thing about that is that they are so smug and judgmental that they uh, won't actually that, have to think about. Is that smug mental? Smug mental. Yeah. Smug. Can you be smug 
without being judgmental or judgmental without being smug? Well, no, because the judge, the judgmentalism part of it is what uh, ensures the smugness or the uh, feeling of uh, superiority, isn't it? Like yeah. you have to be judgmental to the the judgmental fuels the smug. Because judgmental doesn't mean being a judge, like the act of being of judging something. I mean, it means just being a critic. And a, a pompous critic. Yeah, it means being it means being overly critical, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, like and, it doesn't uh, mean un, and unjustifiably so yes, too. That's like, right. Uh, incontrovertibly uh, correct. In fact, I think judgmental is kind of a judgmental word in the sense that, like, it's a judgment. It's a it's a description of somebody that's judging them. If you call somebody judgmental, mm, yeah. You're you being don't judgmental just mean yourself. Yeah, totally. Mm. Uh, yeah, that's fascinating. I have to be a judge, by the way. Did I tell you this? At a little no. school thing. Are you going to be judgmental? I'm going to be so... Ju- what was the original? Smugmental. I'm going to be the smugmentalist smug judge, judge in, the world. in town. <laughs> Stupid. Stuart. Uh... That whole thing started because you hate me singing. Let's just remember that for a minute. <laughs> yeah. uh, sorry, I went away from the microphone. Listen, I found a thing the other day that reminded me, like uh, there are some things that sort of like, okay, the Rubik's Cube, the yo-yo and leg warmers. Oh, yes, the hottest three things in the world. And Thank in fact, sort of roller skates all <laughs> remind me of the 80s, right? Yeah, yep. Are we talking? That's the right era, isn't it, for those things? Well, leg warmers, roller skates, and uh, what was it? Rubik's E-mops? cubes. Rubik's cubes, yes. So the other day, somebody posted a video of uh, it's half post, but it's well, like seventies too. But yeah, Rubik's cuber shocks room by breaking famed world record. Last year it was four point seven three seconds. Last month it was four point six nine seconds. But as of this week, the newest yeah. king of the Rubik's cube world. <laughs> Seong Byom Cho twiddled his fingers <laughs> to the. I had that for lunch last week. Seriously. Oh, you are so no, not no. Cool. But you just said Som Chom Nyo. Like, no, I really? Didn't. I did. Give me a break. That's not what I said. Oh, what did you well, say? Well, talk about say things from the 1950s or whatever you said before. Um, twiddled his fingers to the fastest ever recorded solve in 4.59 seconds. Oh, God, are they still thing, doing this? The, really? Yeah, that, the whole, that's what kind of what I thought. It was like, oh, my God, people are still doing this. And and you watch him and he just looks like he's just kind of looking at it, looking at it, and then he goes, yeah. bing, 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 and he puts his arms in the air. Anyway... It really made me it really made me realize like how I don't know like how it, the, it, what oh god no, are you still going. laughing at your own racist no, joke No I'm not laughing at anything to do with it. I'm laughing at the fact that we're talking Rubik's cubes in 2014 it's a podcast. Um, I don't know the difference. <laughs> it's not 2014. <laughs> I have to tell you. Anyway, yeah. it's a whole thing. Um, it, it's like still, they, they have like, the, there's a Rubik's Cube, a World Cube Association. Yeah, yeah, they, they live next door to the World Loser Association. Like, fair dingum. Oh, well, <laughs> it, I, have you ever tried one? I've never got a one A Rubik's Cube? 
I've have never you ever gone been a child? Life. Of course. We're the same age. But, but have you Ruby's done one? Yes, I have. You've never done one. Bollocks. As if you've ever solved one. Of course I have. What rubbish. do you think I did with the first 20 years of my life? Nah, it's, rubbish. It's I would like, rubbish. if you and Excuse I ever me, do. It's a you... piece of uh, poodle uh, pets. It's easily done. Okay. You know what? You just can't do it in six seconds. Like you and I. Like some young guy, whatever his name was. Yeah. <sighs> Really can't believe you went straight to that. What? You're a disgrace. Anyway, what when you from? and I do our uh, threatened live performance of this uh, podcast. Which are we, we going to do at the One Nation Christmas party? Which I both <laughs> dread. And yeah, exactly. Oh, my God. Which I both dread and uh, look forward to in equal measure. Oh, we need to, but each of us. Uh, you know, have... it's just nice to catch up. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, we're having it really close to my house. <laughs> um, we need to have a Rubik's cube each, and I would like to see you solve it during the podcast, the live oh, podcast. I've been out of form. That's like giving me a yo-yo and a skateboard and say, "Deal with this fella." But do you I'll know do what? I'd be yeah. better with the yo-yo and the skateboard. No, nah, look, the Ruby's Cube's a piece of pie. No. Really, all you got to do is you just got to get the right thing. Seriously, I've solved Ruby's But I get Ruby everything except one orange one and stuff. Nah, no, that's it. But, nah, but I, I spent hours and hours with the Cube. Anyway, Lauren Clark. Did you, you little nerd? There you go, right next door to the Loser Association, were you? <laughs> Stu Farrell. Well, Ruby's Cube Clubhouse. Yes. we got to get out of here. We do. We, uh, we might. I'm, Are we in Monday? I'm, Are you I'm wagging, on, I'm wagging on Monday. Oh, it's not like we, we haven't had a day off lately. I know. It's a bit terrible. Anyway, All right, let's, let's just call it. We're not, we're not going to be here Monday, okay. Tuesday. So what's, coming, your, what's, we'll your, what's your uh, tip for the cup? Can I we, think do, can we pre-record a Melbourne anyway. Cup one and do it just a Melbourne Cup one on Sunday or something? I don't know. But let's oh. see. We'll see how we go. Oh, you, you love you the way. Melbourne Cup. I love it. I'm yes, working out there. I'll be there. I'll be at the Derby tomorrow and I'll be at the Cup on Tuesday and I'll be at the Oaks on Thursday. Wow. You lived such a life. You do live a life, that is true. I'll have a pocket full of Rubius cubes, that's for sure. <laughs> and I'll be coming home with a pocket full of stones that used to be filled full of money. Laura Clark, how do the Bookmakers Association get in contact and uh, get our phone numbers because we're easy marks? They are definitely right next to the Loser Association. They can find us, Stu, at stupidlybig or stupidlybig.com, stupidlybig on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. You can find us in iTunes or you can give us a rating and a review. Please don't give, don't rate the Please racist joke that film. Stuart is still no, laughing that was, at. I worked it out. It's from, it's, from the, uh, it's from Police Academy, which is an all-time classic. We'll see you on Wednesday if you're lucky, <laughs> Stuart. Uh, it's it's. I was going to say it's always a pleasure, but it's always a strange and unusual <laughs> adventure. Oh, oh my god! Oh, okay, that was here. one of the great lines. Hightower, the florist, who had to squeeze into a box wagon. I will see you on Wednesday. Sheltered I gotta go. Sorry, lifestyle. See you guys. <laughs> go, Melbourne. Go.